This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Tell me what does it look like in heaven? You're listening to Radio Hawks Bay on 104.7 FM, 14.31 AM, streaming across the globe. www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. That sounds impressive, doesn't it, Warren? Streaming across the globe. Well, it is streaming across the globe. That's right. This is a program called Suicide Support in the Aftermath, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Warren Brown from Staros from right here in Hawks Bay. How you going, Warren? I'm going well, Ken. Thanks very much. Good to have you here. Now we're going to have a bit of a talk about this and that, but as always, and probably for the 180th time, can you please just tell our listeners what Staros is all about and how come you how you came to found the organisation? Yeah, sure. Um, Staros came out, but came about because um, I'd, I'd actually lost my eldest son to suicide back in 2009, and part of my process at the time when I was living in Tauranga was to go to a support group. And I found that really beneficial, just being able to be in a room with other people and talk about the same things and, and have an understanding of, you know, that I wasn't alone in what I was feeling yes. and, and what I was going through. So that was it was wonderful. And then a couple of years after my son died, my wife and I decided we needed to change things, so we moved down to the Hawke's Bay. And it's been the greatest thing in the, in the world for us, for, for me especially, it, it it's just helped, allowed me to step off the step off the highway, or so, yes. so to speak, take stock of what had happened, and and I suppose take a breath. Yeah, and and that was fantastic. But the first thing I did when I come down here was go looking for a support group because it was so useful up there. And as was as the case was then, and it still is quite a bit now. There there wasn't anywhere to to go. There was no support groups available. Mm. So. I just uh, packed it away for a little while, and then uh, later in the year, I, I met another mum who'd lost her eldest son as well that year, and we got talking, and we decided to start a group up, and, and that's where Staros began. Yeah, they say you're not alone, and uh, we've talked about it many times. And the journey that you are on since Stu took his life is is um, a journey that many people are taking, but because they've been in the same position as you, but none of those journeys are the same. No, they're not. And why aren't they? Well, everyone's different. We're all individuals. I mean, grief is grief is an individual process as well, and an individual emotion as well. I mean, yes, yeah, sure, we have an understanding of what people are going mm. through uh, when we meet them, but we don't know their grief because, you know, for a start, we didn't know, on the whole, we didn't know who, you know, they've lost. Mm. But, you know, like I say, you know, grief is an individual thing and, and we don't know their grief, but we have an understanding of what they're going through and, and that's that's what helps. Yeah. Now, before we came to where we were having a bit of a chinwag about the uh, uh, cyclone Gabriel and uh, we, we suggested that uh, moving forward there are going to be a lot of mental health issues. What advice have you got for people who who are going through this? Yeah, well, it's uh, what's hit our region is is, is devastating. Mm. You know, it's traumatic, and for the people going through this, whatever they're going, you know, the people who've lost everything for a start. I mean, how do you say to them? It's you know, 
it's going to be right. It'll be good. Yeah, you know, you know, it'll be okay. Is it going to be okay? I mean, for 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 us, it's about you know taking each day as it comes. Yeah, and you know, just supporting each other and trying to get you know get people to um, you know get through each day. Uh, try and focus on the positives. There are positives there, and that's hard for some people to look. And when they're staring out yeah. at the, you know, they've they've got you know three to six feet of silt through their house. Where are the and, positives in that? Yeah, where's the positives in that? Yeah. And everything's gone. Yeah. Um, so, as a community, you know, we're never going to be any more needed than we are at the moment. You know, yeah. and that community by community, I mean, we need to support each other. It's an ongoing thing, though, isn't it? Uh, because, it, again, we've talked about it before that when Stu went, um, all of your friends were around you, you know, like, like uh, I don't know, like bears around a honey, yep. honeycomb. And uh, yeah, you, you must have felt loved and everyone was there and you were reaching out and people were thinking, here we are, you know, here's food, you know, let's talk, let's talk. Three or four weeks later, and what happens then when everyone goes? Because everyone's got to go their own way after that, don't they? Oh, they do after that, yeah. But it's we we still need to support each other. You know, we we can't just walk away from that. No. I mean, and and what's happened to us? You know, I think what'll go away is the media coverage of it. Yeah. You know, the the mainstream media coverage of it. You know, we won't be uppermost on the on TV one or TV three news and stuff like that because other stuff would have happened. But what won't go away is is the community support and the community spirit because. You know, I've, I've seen it firsthand. You know how important that is, and, yes. and what a difference it makes. It has almost faded a little bit, don't you think? I mean, it's, it's two weeks ago, and all of a sudden, it's sort of it's in our psyche already that it's sort of not. I'm not. I don't mean to be flippant, but it's sort of like not old news, but because us who were relatively unaffected, we're just getting on with it. You know, we're sort of we've left it behind. I'm, I mean, it's important for us that that weren't affected as badly. Um, to yeah, to to carry on, but we also need to be mindful that those that aren't as fortunate as us are still struggling. Yeah. So, and I think that's where the difference is. You know, our community is not going to forget. No, I sort of am struggling a little bit with what someone told me is called survivor's guilt. Yep. You know, I cannot believe, for instance, that uh, here I am doing not a mundane thing, talking to you, but. Um, but there are people out there who've lost absolutely everything, and what we're doing doesn't even begin to compare to that. And I sort of think that, uh, geez, maybe, yeah, what's going wrong in my head that I've survived the whole thing, not a scratch, haven't lost a thing except some meat out of my freezer. And think, yeah. how do you get your head around? And I suppose you might have almost had a similar experience, survivor's guilt after Stu took his life. Did you think? Is that, did you experience that at all or not? Um, well, Something I, similar, or oh, I, yeah, I'm not sure I did because you know you're, you're trying to trying to make sense of what's happened yourself, mm. you know. But what you're talking about is that's that's a natural emotion. Mm, you know, it's, 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 yeah, I mean, and what we're doing here, but don't underestimate what we're doing here and and talking about talking about mm. stuff and supporting people. How important that is, yeah. And that's that's you know that's where we can all help. Don't think that you know just because you haven't lost everything that you don't you don't care about what's happened. 
because anything you can do, whether that's a donation, dropping off some gear or something like that, whatever you can do, just do it. Yeah. You told me a story that you went and helped some people, um, what was it, last weekend? T- yeah. well, tell everyone that story because it's a great story. Yeah, yeah, well, it's uh, sort of tied up because we're tied up with uh, misfits and you know, Jack Jensen mm-hmm. and his yep. crew, um, spreading the froth of life. Yes. And what they've done, they've started up this Facebook page or web or site called Hawks Bay Helping. And so people can just go on there and and just say they want to volunteer at something, want to help at something. Mm. And they just go around. What these guys have been going, you know, this, this crew of them, just been going into houses, mm. going into orchards, you know, helping dig out the yeah. the, the silt from around the, the trees and everything like that. But going into houses and actually just just gutting them. And that what that does, and I was a part of that the other day, and it, it's just incredible. I mean, you turn up there and you say, "What's going on here? Yeah. You know, what are we, what okay. are we going to do?" But yeah. you just, it just takes over. You just get in there and you just do it. You're helping to take stuff out, um, and the conditions are atrocious, yeah. absolutely atrocious. But you know, like I said, at, at one stage I think there were fifty people there. Wow, it's amazing, which is incredible. It? Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, it's like ants running around the place, <laughs> just picking up stuff and taking yeah. it out. And within about four or five hours, that everything was out of the house, mm. everything was stripped and that. And that, that place now has an opportunity to dry out. Yeah. It's incredible. It's, right. and, and all that's come about is from people who care, people who actually give a damn. And I think that's the key thing, isn't it? I, and I mentioned to you about a friend of mine who lost everything in his house out of Furunaki, and he was there cleaning it out. And uh, next thing, someone walks through the door with a shovel, and yep. next thing, you know, there's a dozen people that he hadn't seen before. They didn't know him. He didn't know them. Even when they left, you know, they were like the Lone Ranger. They turned up, yep. they did their job, and uh, they got on their horse, and off they went again. And I think that epitomizes our community that um, of all the bad stuff you hear, there's a hell of a lot more good stuff that goes on that sort of gets forgotten about in a way, doesn't it? It's, there is so much going on out there, yeah. you know, and it's it's groups like, you know, like Jack's groups and, you know, there's places like Resource who, mm. and all these food banks, Nourish Renewal and all those sort of places. There's, there's, there is so much going on around here to support, you know, what's happened and it, it's absolutely fantastic. And let's not get lost in it that it's all the way up the East Coast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all the way at Northland, yep. you know, Auckland as well, and it's 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 been a, a disaster. Yeah, what do you think it is about our psyche, though, Warren? That uh, here we are, um, we're all reaching out to these people who've been devastated, and quite rightly so. But when we're living our normal lives, we tend not to reach out, you know, because people are genuinely lonely somewhere, and they might not have spoken to someone for a week. Why don't we think about reaching out more when we're not sort of? You know, emotionally required to do so. Great question. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, why, why I'm does asking it, you for the answer. <laughs> why does it take a natural disaster yes, right, to it? get people, you know, to get off their off their off their bums? Yeah, and and help. You know, as I've said it before. I believe all, just about every one of us, has that inherent, you know, ability to care for others yes, and want to want to help others. And I mean, maybe it's a lot of that's got lost in the, you know, the the wonders of the the modern world yeah. you know how we just get lost in what we're doing um life's going pretty sweet and we don't think you know we need to um talk about anything else because life is pretty sweet but it's it's when these things happen that 
um, I, th- I think it really really comes home to roost and you know bottom line is we're all human yeah and bottom line is we all care for each other and want to support each other and we're not going to sit by and watch our neighbors just um, have to go through all this stuff alone mate what's going to happen though Warren when um, you know the ink's dry and uh, people are getting on with their lives and uh, these people are sadly left with you know the devastation because everyone else is getting on with their life what, what would you suggest to them uh, bearing in mind their mental health that they should be doing because you know you're frantically cleaning out the mind your mind is completely focused on getting your house empty getting your walls washed getting the yep. jib off and then one day i think i've done all that and you take, take a step back and boing, it hits you what, what should they do like what it hit you after uh Steve's funeral everyone's gone home boing what happens oh yeah it's uh yeah and you're right yeah that is gonna i mean it's it's gonna be a challenge for everyone mm. um but it, Jack and I, you know, we were, we were sitting around um, after we'd done this thing the other day and we are just having a, I don't know you call it a debrief or something, we are yeah. just having a chat about what, you know, what had happened during the day. And it, it, we all come around to, you know, we've got to keep talking about it. I mean, whatever's happened to you, I mean, and it's about people, you know, who spent the day helping to clean out of someone's house yeah. as well. What you've seen, you can't unsee that stuff. No, exactly. You, you, <laughs> So it's important that if something's bugging you, you really need to get that out. And there's, you know, there's two sides. So there's the people who have suffered or are suffering and will suffer for some time, and it's the people who have helped and seen that suffering, you know, mm. you know, to, for themselves. And everyone's going to struggle with this. Don't, yeah. don't worry about it. But we do need, you know, bottom line is we still need to talk about what's going on. We can't hang on to it. And just understand that none of us are going to be alone in this either. And you did mention before we came to where that you've got friends who uh, went through the uh, Christchurch earthquake, which yep. is how long ago now? Quite some time it was, ago. It was Twelve years, wasn't it? The other and, day, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, and they feel a little shaken. You know, next thing you know, they're devastated again. That's right. That's right. It's it, it's amazing. It's amazing to see that because you know I was down there end of last year and. And there was a bit of a rumble, and, and you could just see them, and they're on edge straight mm. away. I mean, that's with them for the rest of their lives, mm. as as is what's happened with all of us here. It's you know, it it's not going to go away. It's I mean, did you, hear the, did you hear the rain last night? Yeah, it, it bucketed just, down yeah, last night, mate. And I I hardly slept a wink because you know you just consciously or unconsciously thinking, what's it going to do here to us now? Here we go again. Here yeah. we go again. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get your head around that though? Yeah, I've, I mean, do you go and see a counsellor every every week, or is it just about talking about it? Because that's going to be stuck with you probably for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, it's it's like I've always said. I, you know, what what we can do as a as a society is is, is bring it all out into the open. Yeah. You know, we, we know, these conversations need to be happening. You know, not only between you and us, they need to yeah. be happening when we go out for a cuppa and a cup of coffee, or when we're going out and talking with our mates or our workmates or anyone like that this needs to be you know what we do because it's it's important i mean you might not believe this but i went and got a haircut yesterday and that's what my Which wife one? said yeah <laughs> that's exactly what my <laughs> wife said and uh and the top of, of conversation was of course guess what the top of the conversation yeah. was but um you know and, and it was cathartic because mm-hmm. everyone in that hairdressers had an experience that they could talk about yeah. But, um, you know, again, that experience is 
I'll probably, probably you know, men don't express them as well as what women do, I don't think. And men will try and uh, they will inwardly try and deal with the problems moving forward, much more so than what women will do. So it is all about that talking about, isn't it? We've got to, we've got to get into that habit of what you and me are doing now. We don't mind talking about suicide. We don't mind talking about our feelings, well, on the radio. But that's what we need to do, isn't it? Absolutely. I've, I've yeah, always believed that. We, we just need to continue to talk about this stuff. And, and Gabrielle is going to be on our, on our minds and our conversations for a very, very long time. Mm. And it's important that, you know, we're not, we're not comparing ourselves with, right. with others, you know. Oh, I don't feel like I'm, I'm worthy because I haven't lost as much yeah, as the other person. Right. But it's not that at all. No. We've all lost something here, you know, that, that's never going to come back. No. Well, I suppose it's a bit like, you know, a lot of people say, where were you in 86 when Bowler was? They can probably remember that. And a couple of years, something because they remember 23. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Sort of like that once in a lifetime occurrence, which has happened twice in our lifetime. Yeah. But, you know, bottom line for, for me personally is um, just to make sure that people understand you're not alone in, mm. in what you're going through. Um, you're never going to be alone as far as uh, being supported. I mean, what's happened is, is shown to me that the community we live in cares, man. Mm. It really does care. So, so please just reach out if you're going through anything, and you need to talk about it. Just talk about it. Yeah, and we've got to move that care forward to our everyday life once this is over. Absolutely, yeah. This is this is this is long term. This yeah. this stuff, mate. It's it's going to be there for a, a very very long time. Yeah, and uh, do remember to, as Warren would be want to say. Do remember to check in on your neighbours. Totally, absolutely. And it's just that text, even, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, look, look what's happened. Some, you know, people have lost their neighbours. You know, yeah. they, they, what was over the fence the other day is not there anymore. No, they've lost their neighbourhoods. Lost their neighbourhoods. Yeah. So it's and and neighbourhoods and community again. They're their own little small community. Mm. It's about trying to maintain. You know that that type of support that was there with that sort of thing, and just continue that on. Now, if we want to get hold of you, Warren, before I let you go back to your busy life, your other busy life, how do we get hold of you from Staros? Yeah, sure. You can contact me on o two seven two eight six four o seven one. My colleague Sandra on o two seven six eight four three o double three, or have a look on our website staros.org.nz, and we're on Facebook as well. As always, my pleasure, Warren. You look after yourself. We'll talk to the same time, same place next time. And the same your way, Ken. Thanks very much. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.